Hello loves, welcome back to another episode with Losima, the podcast from my heart to yours. Thank you so much for tuning in and let's get right into it. Hi loves, welcome to another episode. I am so excited about this one because I'm bringing our very first guest on the podcast, my best friend, Laura. She's a vibrant, full of life, real girl's girl. So I know you will definitely enjoy listening to her. We just wanted to give you guys a full girl talk on 2022, our ups and downs, sisterhood, literally everything in between. And I really think and hope that you will enjoy this episode of us just going over a year, lessons learned, things we want to do, etc. So here we go. Let's get right into it. Toast the 2022 sisterhood, everything in between with my best friend. All right, loves. So I'm here with my best friend, Laura, as I explained to you guys a few <laughs> seconds ago. Hi, Laura. Hey. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast and ending season one with me. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I've been like your number one fan. I'm following you on Spotify. So <laughs> this is fun. This is fun. Thank you so much. You know, guys, the fun thing about having a friend that actually likes what you do is she's not forced to listen to your stuff. I think you enjoy, right? I do. And you know, I'm a pod- no, I'm actually a podcast lover. So this yeah. is like fun for me because I feel like I'm always spamming you with like, oh my God, do you want to talk about this? Yeah. And I'm you always send me good podcasts. I'm always sending you like ideas, things. Always. So no, I'm super excited <laughs> about the podcast. And I think like podcast is the everyone's podcasting now literally we are yeah. yeah like everyone's podcasting like honestly at first i got the idea because you were listening to them so much and then i started enjoying them and i'm yeah. like oh my god i think i would actually enjoy doing a podcast and honestly it feels like i i love listening to like women-led or women-focused podcasts yeah so it just feels like you're friends with whoever's talking yes especially if it's topics yes. that you like yeah like it's like even your first episode it felt like you know, if I didn't know you, it would feel like you're my girlfriend and you were just teaching really? me. Yeah. Especially <laughs> on healthy boundaries. That oh, was like, okay, yeah, yeah. it was like big sis, you know? Okay. And I love that. I love the vibe of this. And so keep, keep that. Thank you so I hope, much. I hope your, your listeners feel that, that vibe too. I hope so too, guys. <laughs> I hope so too. Honestly, uh, it was, it's been a journey. I mean, uh, Laura's my best friend, so she knows. <laughs> it's been a journey to keep up and to, you know, find the topics and the way to talk about it, bring it up to you guys. It's different than talking to your friends still because you are talking to a phone, but imagining your listeners. If yeah. that makes sense. But you're doing such a good job, honestly. Thank you. Honestly, you're doing such a good job and like you're trying. I feel like you're not letting, allowing yourself to be stopped. And like, even if you're afraid, you're just going for it. I think that's the key. I think that's the key. It's that even if I'm afraid, I keep going. Because usually I'm the kind of person that when I get afraid, you know that. I usually just stop. And I I wanted to stop a few times when I was doing the podcast. Because the thing is like, your first episode, everybody's excited. And then the second episode, you're like, are they still excited? And the third, you're like, is anybody here? What am I doing? Yeah. (laughs) What am I doing? No, but I feel, and all of us go through that though. Yeah. In anything, right? Whether it's the podcast, whether it's life, whether Mm. it's like any dream, anything that you want to do, anything you want to pursue. Yeah. Like you're going to have that like, oh, can I actually Always, do this? Yeah. But yeah. I love but that. I don't, don't you feel like when you really love something, you have to, that feeling's always there. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because you're putting out something that you're passionate about. You care about it. Yeah. So people's response 
not that it's going to negate you from doing it, but it means a lot because you actually care. Like you're putting your soul out there in a way. Yeah. And you know what? I think that like you as humans, we flow in our gifts and our God given talents. Absolutely. And like what's for you, I think like it's going to be for you. Yeah. And so one way or another, you're going to find yourself. Yeah. That's true. No, I totally, totally agree. Look at us. We already started. (laughs) Well, guys, today, 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 we wanted to bring you a topic, as I was saying a little bit earlier, or you saw in the title, we wanted to go over our year. I feel like December, it's just a reflection month. And me and my girlfriends do this. So I thought, why not bring my best friend on and do it together for you guys to listen to? I heard you You guys said you wanted a guest. Well, here she is. (laughs) Oh, let's go. Oh, my goodness. 2022. Jeez. 2022. For me, it's a year for the books. But, okay, let's start with this question just to to begin well. What would you describe this year in if you can use one word? One word. If you can use one word to describe this year, what would it be? That's that's actually the question. Okay. What would that be? Oh, my goodness. Um, Ooh. I know. That's a, it's kind of a big question. Eh? That's when a you big think of question, it? yeah. I'm trying to think of my word. I forgot um, it again. <laughs> what's coming to mind for me yeah. is abundance. Mm, abundance. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I was expecting that one. That's good. I wasn't expecting that either, but... That's good. That's just like what came to mind. Ooh, ex- okay. Ex- just explain a little more. Abundance. Abundance. Like what, what, what context are you putting it in like, this year? Just like... In a, like God given context, like wow. I don't mean in the sense of like you know abundance of money mm-hmm, or like abundance mm-hmm. of, but abundance of blessings, you know. Wow. And when I mean abundance, I mean like Love richness that. of mm-hmm. blessings and like just this year was so different for me in wow. so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And so I think like if it, it has felt abundant, it has felt yeah. fulfilling, um, and like a lot of other things, but. That's the word that comes to mind when I think of 2022. Abundant. Abundance. Abundance. Abundant. I love yeah. that. It, it makes me feel of overflow. Do you feel that too? Or is it abundance? <laughs> I mean, I think it's abundance. I want, I want 2023 to be, to be over. Okay. To the overflow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. I, I feel like God's like just that. getting started. I like so. that. I like that. Abundance and then we graduate to overflow. I love it. Okay. What about you? I had a word in mind. Evolving. Yes evolving yeah Yeah, i think this is my year of evolving Mm -hmm. like i motherhood first of all that's a big one for me i evolved into a mother you could say that i evolved in many areas in my life Mm -hmm. there's many things i would have never thought that i would do that i tried this year yeah there's there's many things that i stopped (laughs) like i evolved i changed my mind on a lot of topics i think a lot of the things we went through the previous years this was the year where I took them, I applied what I needed, and mm. I evolved. I evolved into the person that I really feel like I'm, the, I'm fully meant to be, if I can say that. Yeah. So, yeah. I would even add that, like, I feel you really settled in your womanhood. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This year, right? Yeah. It's starting. Like, I, I feel like I'm settling. You're if I settling? Say it like okay. that. Yeah. yeah. If I could say it like that. Because I feel like I'm still learning so many things it's like i have all my keys yeah i have all the things like it's so clear what i need to apply where i need to go what i need to do i'm still trying out some stuff but i'm at the point where it's set in stone it's just about continuing to implement yeah but you're that's to me that's like you're settled and Mm. you're just continuing in that okay because you're such a woman Mm -hmm. Well, you know, well, okay. I mean, well, I know well, you intimately, yeah, yeah. So I feel like the <laughs> listeners are probably like, mm, she's just hyping her up. <laughs> no, but and 
I'll also add a disclaimer here. Yes. Let's just say it for the people who don't know us. Mm-hmm. We've been friends for 10 plus years. Yes. And we've gone through a lot of seasons yeah. together, you know, yeah. and I've had the grace to actually evolve in friendship with you, mm, you know? That's true. So Absolutely. I think like Absolutely. watching you from the outside in, you know, I saw you and you're like, you know, when you were dating yeah. phase, I saw you. When, when I was you- wilding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just when you were like younger, you know, yeah, you were a younger yeah. woman when you were having fun. I saw you when you got serious. I saw mm. you evolve to being a wife. I saw you evolve to being a mother. So that is like it's so full circle. So that's why I when circle. I look at you, it's like to me, you're like settled. You're yeah, settling. Yeah. Maybe okay, settling because settling, we're, yeah. we're constantly evolving. But of course, it's yeah. like you're settling into your like womanhood. Yeah, you know. No, that you know what? I'll take that. Yeah, that's one thing that. I I evolved into <laughs> this year evolved into accepting yeah. the comp. Why is it that when we get and you know it's things that you're doing, but when someone recognizes it, it makes you shy or makes you want to say like, "No, I'm not." Do you do you feel that all the time, all yeah. the time? And I think it's like maybe we're like nervous to yeah, become I get so like nervous. arrogant, <laughs> or maybe. But it's like, and I think also too as women, especially mm-hmm. like us, you know, because we've. We've gone through so much. Yeah. You know, we've had Absolutely. the times where we were like kind of insecure. Absolutely we had the times insecure. where we like, doubted mm-hmm. ourselves. And then we also had the times where we were just not the women that we yeah. actually wanted to be. So I think this is the perfect time to ask my first, well, this could be my second question. Anyways, y'all are following along, so you know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, Laura, what was your peak this year? What oh was like your high? Um... You know, I think like my high and my low was actually the same thing. Mm. And I think it was change. Wow. Okay. It was change. Um, because there was like in 2022, there was so much happening and there was so much change in my personal life, okay. uh, in the life of those around me, in my family's life. Mm-hmm. Change was that constant thing, whether it was positive, whether it was not so positive, it was change. It was change. Yeah. Wow. It was change. Change was like the theme the theme <laughs> you okay and, and, and I, you would say it was it was the be- it was it was what brought out the best in your year was the changes as well yes mm-hmm. um because i think the change stretched me like mm. it stretched me so much because it's like things kept changing and like for me the type of person that i am i'm like type a <laughs> i try to be in control of everything yeah and i think when it when change is presented in your life it's kind of like instant right and it requires you to be flexible and it requires you to adapt. But then when it's constantly happening, you can, you can feel yeah. like I'm out much. of control. Mm-hmm. God, what is happening? Moving to- <laughs> Jesus took the wheel and he drove fast, fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I would definitely say that like, that, was the, that was the peak. That was the theme of the year. Yeah, yeah. It was change. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm, that's awesome. But you were, yeah, I love how you said that is your, that was my next question. That was your peak and that was your low as well. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What do you think Oof. was like, what was the high or the highlight of mm. like 2022 for you? Well, highlight was definitely becoming a mother. Okay. Yeah. And if I had, like, it was becoming a mother. It was the birth process itself. Okay. Like, I mean, between just the fact of becoming a mother and just... I think that moment of pushing the baby changed my life. Yeah. I think it gave me that. I think I know. In that moment, I felt like I <laughs> became a superhero. Superwoman. Yes. Literally. Yeah. It's because I was so afraid. Okay. It was one of the things. I don't know why. This is weird. I don't know if you ladies have this. Laura, I don't know if you go through this. But all my life, my 
life after 15, when I started, you know, thinking about motherhood, I don't know why I was thinking about that at 15, but I've always been thinking about pushing out a baby and how that is the most tra- traumatic thing in the world. Maybe it's movies, I don't know. But I felt like that moment, I didn't know what to expect. And it went so well, yeah. that moment, that I felt like I could do anything. And I think that's what made me evolve so much this year because I was like, I can actually do things that I, I fear. Like it gave you confidence. Yes. Right? A lot of confidence and, it's and self-assurance. It's weird. Huh? That's so interesting because mm-hmm. you've always kind of been like the mother like yeah. friend. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I everybody <laughs> has that friend that's very like nurturing, that's very like, you know, that has that motherly side. <laughs> yeah, and I think that you've, and you've been that friend even with other friends. So I feel like it's interesting to even, like, see that, like, you would even be... Because I always felt like Mm. you were so ready to be a mom. It's like, I was ready to be a mom, but the process of birth, I don't know why it freaked me out. Like, it would, it just freaked me out. I actually think it was one of my biggest fears, weirdly. Yeah. Because even when I was pregnant, I was, I kept thinking of, how am I going to push out my baby? Like, am I going to just literally break... I thought I was going to break down and just be like, I can't do it anymore, (laughs) you know? But... No, that went so well. So I, I, I think definitely not. I think I know. I keep saying, just do that. I always say I think when I know something. Anyways. I know, <laughs> but I know. Yeah, no, that was my peak. My low. Oh, I have to think about that. Um, you know what? I guess post postpartum was a low. Postpartum. Yes, the body changes was was a low for me. Yeah. You know this. I used guys. I think I spoke about this in one of my episodes here on it or Instagram. But I was saying like I would call my friend all the time. <laughs> Oh no, it was the video I did about losing oh, weight. Yeah. And I was I would call Laura all the time to be like, sis, like I I'm never going to feel like myself again. So I that was a mind shift because you're totally not in control of, you know, of the way you look, your body changes. It's because I'm super controlled. Yes. Controlled when it comes to that. Like it's something that I I easily control. And that's where you're typing. Yes. You're very like meticulous and you yes. care a lot about how yes. you look. And I think not just you, I think all women do. Yes, absolutely. Right? Because I'm mm-hmm. also the same way, just not to your level. I think I just, <laughs> I like the discipline. Yeah. Know, when it comes, but, yeah. but we've had so much conversations about like body image and yes. like weight. So I think that like going through, and you know what it was too? I think mm-hmm. it was also change for you in the sense of like, you went from like yeah. becoming a wife like during the getting married during the pandemic yes. and then becoming a mother. So I felt like there was so many new things mm-hmm. constantly being thrown at you yeah. that it was also like nice to kind of see you just body everything. Yeah. yeah try you know? literally try to body everything, but it's what you said. It stretches you those mm-hmm. types of changes because it's, it was quick. It was really, really quick. So yeah, I think for me it was that, that moment of like, wow, Okay, I'm a mom. I look completely different. I not just I look. I feel completely different. You know, it's so beautiful to have that baby in your hands. But you're not sleeping. It's it's a wild ride. Yeah. It's a beautiful but very chaotic ride. So yeah, definitely though my peak and my lows. Okay, but what would you say it was a lesson then for you in 2022? So kind of in the same you know breath and the way that we're talking about like change. I think mm-hmm. what the lesson for me was was that um, this is gonna maybe sound like it's uh, contradicting, but like change is scary, um, mm-hmm. even when it's positive. That's yes. That was my experience. So like in the way that you kind of just described that, like you know, it was a beautiful chaotic process. Yeah. Right. But it's yeah. like maybe certain things about being a mother scared you, like you mentioned. Yeah. Right. So for me, it was just there was positive things. There was like great things happening, but a lot of it too was like birthing in fear of like, am I good enough for this? You know, wow. is this actually like happening, or mm-hmm. is this gonna like, is this gonna, uh, is this going to be sustained is this actually my life yes um so I is it a too good to be true moment that you would say or in a way yes Mm. i think it was like 
I think, you know, there was kind of like the signs that like, okay, you know, this, like this year, this is kind of the time for certain things to just unfold and Mm -hmm. evolve. But um, I just learned that like, it's okay to be like afraid, even if the change that is happening is positive, even if the change that is happening, it's great. It's okay for me to be, um, to be afraid because change is instant, but transition is not. So like when say that again, change is instant, but transition is, is not, not. right. That. So like yeah. Yeah. when so like you know you get a new job for example, right? Like okay, you change, you're changing jobs. Yes. But the transitioning, learning the skills and all that stuff like that, that takes time. That takes time, right? And I think in the yeah. same way that when your life is changing, that will be instant. But mm-hmm. when you like you cut you you mentally catching up to that, yes. Like you know shifting your ways, your habits, all those things. I think that's what takes time. No, I agree. I agree so much. And I think also it comes from a place with, with us women in general, I think we're we're perfectionist Mm -hmm. when it comes to a lot of things. So it's like, it's that feeling like you gave the example of a job. It's like, it's that feeling of as soon as change is happening, you want to be perfect at it right away at that new thing. Like that process of learning and making mistakes Mm. while learning. I feel like that's the, Thing that puts a lot of fear because yeah. it's like okay now i'm i'm no longer a pro and an expert this is new even though it's a beautiful change i have to relearn like i know for me um being a mom that was something like one of i'll share a story here you, know, you guys know me and my little stories but my son i wanted to sleep training remember at four months yeah. so i had read four months is you know some people think it's a bit early but it's a great time to start because he's still young okay. so i told myself you know let me just go Head, head on with this. I started the sleep training. It was terrible. I think I announced it even on Instagram, which just added more pressure. Because then um, people oh. were asking me, uh, <laughs> how is it going? How's it going? And I had already given up. But literally, I think it was two, three days, right, that we did? Two days. And the way my baby cried, I tried the crying out method. That's mm-hmm. like one of the methods you just let the baby cry. But no, we started up with, he cries and then you pick him up, you calm him down, you put him down, you pick him up. No, my baby was not calming down. Yeah. And in that moment, I felt like I'm a failure of a mother. Oh I don't know goodness. what in the world I'm doing. And I love what you said because it brings me back to that moment when we had that conversation when I called, I called Laura crying guys about this sleep training thing. And she was like, you're learning. It's yeah. what happened is you tried at something that you read about that most moms had success with mm-hmm. and your baby just didn't respond to it, meaning that he's just different. So we're going to try another method. Literally, we look at the board and switch it up. So yeah. I love that you said that because... We need to have grace for ourselves in that moment when we are going through that transition. And it's okay to do it the way that you're being taught, but sometimes you're going to have to pivot it in ways that are going to fit your situation better, right? Yeah. And I think like what, you're, mm-hmm. what I'm hearing is like just being kind to yourselves. Yes. Right? Like when you talked about like the body changes, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think you probably learned you had to learn how to be kind to yourself. Yeah. And even like me, Absolutely. when I went through this year, I remember having a conversation with my mom and my sister mm-hmm. telling them like, guys... I'm in a transition and you know, some things are hard for me and I was crying and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. like, yeah, like I think, I think it's just that you also learn to be. And I think when we say like, you know, like you asked earlier, like, okay, what is a lesson? Yeah. I always feel like, I don't like to say I learned something because Mm -hmm. then it feels like it's like period. Okay. I'm learning. You're learning. Exactly. So like even just being kind to yourself, like Mm. even me, there's so many things. And it's like, Mm. I felt like this year I had to really like, Okay, Laura, just yeah. be a little nicer to yourself, you know? Mm. This season, they have this, this, this going on. So 
you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little nicer. I love that. I love that. And I, I think that's something that for me in 2022 as well, I learned that it's, if you're close to people, if you have people around you that you're close to, you have to discern the seasons they're in. Yes. You like, that's something that I learned so much because I needed that. Okay. And I felt like people did do that for me. Well, the ones that understood mostly did that for me, Mm. but I also started to do that for others. That's something in 2022 that became like, and very important thing for me. Okay. I wanted to know, like, the people around you, you should know what seasons they're in. Yeah. If, for example, like, that's where, to me, true friendship comes out. Like, Laura and I used to see each other literally, like, what, every other day. Mm-hmm. We used to see each other or talk on the phone every day. But then her seasons changed, my seasons changed. Mm-hmm. And it was about pivoting around that change yeah. that really kept our relationship intact. Yeah. Because I was able to understand where you were at. You were able to understand where I was at. And nobody was... How can I say it? Nobody was judging or misunderstanding or it. Like offended, yeah, or offended. That's know? the word. And know? I think that comes with like being selfless. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I do love our friendship. I love our friendship. I value our friendship so much because mm-hmm. we've been able to evolve yes. in the different seasons, you know? And I think I'm, I'm thinking back to your wedding when you were like, <laughs> it was, which was so beautiful, by the way. I hope you share it one day. So, so beautiful. The ceremony was honestly one of the best ceremonies ever. But I remember just like, he did, Mm -hmm. yeah. I remember just like being there and like, we were like, the bridesmaids, I think all of us were weeping. Um, (laughs) And I think it was just like another full circle moment Mm. of like, oh my gosh, man. Thinking of like how we used to all get together, you know, and cry about boys breaking our hearts and this, this and that. And And just to see, you know, you marrying, getting married one and then getting married to a good person, like a good man, Mm. you know, and like just understanding that like, you know, you're not gone, but like, yeah, yeah, life was going to be Life is going to be different. Like I still remember our last sleepover before you got married, you know? Yeah, I said, yeah, I remember, yeah. I'm going to pull up to your your married friend's house, (laughs) you know, like it's just, everything was so different. You know, yeah. so no, I think like, ah, oh, wow. Yeah, no, it's it. You're right though. It's you're important. very right. Like, as a friend, yeah. I think that's something too. Like, you have to be able to to discern. Yes. To discern your like your yeah. friend season, but also I think it also helps. Like yeah. one thing I I noticed about you, um, is I feel like before you got married, you knew what season you were in. Yes, you know? yeah, and I yeah. saw you becoming yeah. more comfortable with saying no. I saw you, but it wasn't yeah. in a way of like, you're not my girlfriend anymore. I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. I'm better than y'all. But it was just in a way of like, guys, I'm evolving. Guys, like my life is changing. Yeah. I'm going into a new season of my life that requires A, B, and C. Yes. You know? Yes. And I think you, you did it gracefully. You honestly did it very gracefully. Well, I, I, I think I did it gracefully because of you guys, though. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying about like 2022 really cemented that for me because... Mm-hmm. If you have, like, I remember when I would chill with you guys till certain times and you guys would be like, you can go call your man, yeah. you know, and vice versa. We, we do that for each other now, for all of us. We do that, like, yeah. in the sense of, I feel like when you're around people that are so excited about the changes that you're going through, that are yeah. excited for growth, that are excited for you evolving, mm-hmm. they give you the space to enjoy that season. Yeah. And I, for me, that's why I would say that it, it wasn't necessarily that it was easy for me to do. It's actually hard for me to do because I'm an, I'm an ex-people pleaser. I'm, I'm working on it still, mm-hmm. but I like to please. Mm-hmm. So I, the fact that I, I had people around me that 
understood and wanted my, my, you know, my, my evolving, my involvement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You felt supported. I felt supported. Okay. So it was easier for me to actually, you know, pl- yeah, be, place boundaries, healthy boundaries, yeah. which, you know, it's something that also, I feel like we, we also learned in 22, wouldn't you say? 2022? You know, I would say that we learned that at the beginning of our friendship. Healthy boundaries? I think we've always okay. had boundaries. I think we've always had boundaries, but would you say that they were always the healthiest for us? Mm, okay, maybe not at the beginning, mm-hmm. but I think that we've always had boundaries. So I think as we grew up, yes. we matured, they just be like, it kind of just grew with yes, us, that's you true. know? And then certain things were just kind of like natural. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it never felt it. like, I never felt like we, ha- like, I don't know, have we, I never felt like maybe in the last 10 years, no, yes. I know we've had conversations where we had to definitely reestablish. Yes, like absolutely. If I said, no, mm-hmm. that would not be honest. But in yeah. the sense of like, I do think that we, it, like, it happened seamlessly. Yes. I can say yeah. Like that. Yeah. 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 Through situation and communications, yeah. definitely communication, definitely it did. But I feel like for me, it's also being honest about what makes you comfortable, which, yeah. by the way, changes. Once again, with your season. Mm-hmm. And that, because for example, right now, maybe because my, my child goes to bed, my baby goes to bed a bit earlier, mm-hmm. like there's certain times, there's a certain time where I'll be like, okay, everybody kind of has to go because then I have to sleep and he's going to wake up in the middle of the night or whatever. Yeah. That's my season now. So yeah. that, that kind of would be my boundary for now, but it evolves also with time. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's another thing about like having people that understand where you're going. Yeah. They're able to maneuver with you and you maneuver with them. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of all these changes, seasons, evolution, mm-hmm. um, in, in relationships with friends, in relationship, romantic relationships, um, what would you say you've learned about yourself? And it could be just general or it could be as, a, as, you, as you relate with others. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you learned in 2022 about yourself that you're bringing into 2023 and you're like, this is going to help me be better in my relationships. This is going to help me be, this is going to help me relate better to others. Mm. Like what's that? What's that one thing? Okay. Honestly, that's a great question. And that makes me laugh <laughs> because my, I think mine is funny and it could sign, it could sound a little juvenile, but it's, it's, the, it set me free. Okay. And Give I really believe that in 2023, this is going to help me. I realized my personality type. Okay. Like I was able to cement my personality type. So I've always f- known that I'm not an introvert. Yeah. I'm not an introvert. Like I, I am around, I like to be around people. I like to speak. I'm not that shy and whatever. But I'm also not a full extrovert. Yeah. So I felt like because I presented myself as an extrovert, and I've always been called an extrovert because of the way that I relate to people. Yeah. It's like I had a pressure to be around people a lot more than I wanted to be. Yeah. And I felt like I had the pressure to like have always to enjoy o- it. Yes, always enjoy. Oh, yeah. that's that's it. And it's like I don't, yes. like, I don't like here. I don't. I don't want to be here. Anymore. I want to go home. Yeah. I, I want to go home. So I, for me. I was reading one day on Google, guys. I'm a Googler. And I saw the term ambivert. Okay. And they were basically an ambivert is someone that has both, that has qualities or whatever, how you call that, characteristics of introvert and extrovert. So the ambivert can be around people, can, you know, be in very social situations without being drained, being fine, but they need a moment where they do have to leave and recharge and then come back. But they enjoy both. Yeah. So I really like being alone. I really like being secluded. I also sometimes like not speaking, as hard as that may sound. Yeah. So I feel like finally cementing myself as an ambivert 
makes it so that I'm no longer apologetic about okay. needing alone time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm no longer having the pressure of having to always be around people, always be enjoying people's company and always kind of be the one that's the outspoken one. Mm-hmm. If I can say it like that. I mean, not in our, not in my friend group because Laura is way more outspoken than me. Right. <laughs> but I'm saying just in general, I feel like it was always expected. Like we'd be like, you know, group meetings, even at church and stuff. And yeah. it's like, as soon as like we come in, one of us comes in from like our friend group, everybody expects you to just be like the waiting to give you the floor. Yeah. To give you the floor to like, she's entertainers here. here. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, is that weird? That was the pressure. For that me. is weird. But, <laughs> but also very interesting. And then yeah. I'm going to ask, do you feel, okay. So, with the amb- it's ambivert, yeah, right. Okay, so yeah. do you fall more on the like extroverted side? Extroverted side, and or are you finding that with like time mm-hmm. and your, with your growth and maturity, do you find that you've become more introverted? Yes. Yeah. Just okay. The latter. Okay. Yeah, I've become okay. way more introverted. I really have. I- I've never realized how sorry well i operate when i recharge myself mm-hmm. for a while though like for example i think i spoke about this in my in the q a episode i was saying like if i'm around people for two days yeah i need to not be around them for three days and laura were you kind of saying that that you went through that experience like two years ago i did i went through i've gone mm. through that experience when i've like hosted people and i've got and it's like for me i'll just also give mm. a disclaimer here people who have like known me and met me yeah i'm very like extroverted yeah for the most yeah, part you yeah, know yeah i'm very very extroverted but i also i relate to what you're saying mm. i do have my moments where i sincerely <laughs> sincerely enjoy being alone yeah um being by myself reflecting hearing my own thoughts praying even i i feel like sometimes like when you're in the noise you can't yeah. You can't be like it's almost you can't be aligned. Exactly. It's so hard to be aligned. Would you say that's the recharging part? Yeah, mm-hmm. the recharging, just replenishing yourself, refueling. Yeah. Um, and I think like it's I think it's healthy though. Yes. I think even people who are extremely extroverted benefit Should from have it, that. You yeah, know? That's and true. I think people who are extroverted and like um are emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. also probably appreciate that. Yes. Right? Because yes. at the end of the day, like Depending on like what you do as like, but that can be draining. Yes, all the time being in crowds and all that stuff like that. Very it can draining. just be draining. So no, I relate to yeah. that, and I think that that's so good. And I think you know it's it's a switch that happens because when you're young, um, especially as girls, right? Like mm. we care so much about going out with the girls, yeah. having like you know what I mean, being at every single event, being oh, the it girl, yes. doing being at all the like, you know, the hot spots, right? Social like life. Like social <laughs> like you want to, especially when you're younger, right? Yes. Because all of that seems so glorious to us. Yeah, it's the good But I think right? like once you grow older and you mature and you just you know life changes right and life gets also busy mm-hmm. you so appreciate those moments where you're just at home yes. able to, and even when you are hanging out with your friends don't you kind of enjoy just being at home instead yes. of like going out yes way more yeah. the social scene does not it's not it's not the same <laughs> no. thing it's like, not the, like I, when I'm out, I do enjoy. I enjoy a good restaurant. I think yeah. you know what? I think that's as far as it goes for me now, though. Yeah. Like a party, unless yeah. I'm going to celebrate somebody or I have a really nice outfit I want to wear. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's those two things, and even that nice outfit, sometimes it's not even worth it to go through the hoopla to get to a party. Unless it's a restaurant, yeah. Because we're going to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and I love food. Unless it's that, everything else is better for me at home. Even our birthday work. parties, I feel like intimate, right? Intimate at we home. Love the, yeah. 
I think my, like, I mean, I'm also going to add another disclaimer. I'm really big on, like, celebrating birthdays. Yes, you are. My funnest birthday was the birthday, my 20th birthday. Yeah. That was hosted at my house. That was at my house. So I totally, I totally agree. And I just think, like, maybe it, maybe it just comes with age. It does. Maybe it it absolutely does. It absolutely does. Because Laura's almost in her 30s. I'm not going to give her age because I don't know how she feels. And you guys know I, I talk about my age all no, the time. No, I don't but... mind. I don't mind. I'm, I'm turning I'm 30 a... next year. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. You are. Year. I'm so excited because to me, 30 is that year of truly, like I call it the, the years of your confidence, like yeah. of solid, solidifying your confidence. And actually, I feel like everything we're speaking about is leading us right into that yeah so for me 2022 i believe for you as well as we have spoken here it's really we're we're finding us we're really finding ourselves and we're kind of unapologetic now about the things that we want the things that we're we're hoping for the things that we need to be healthy in Mm. our minds and our bodies our spirit all that stuff i feel like for me i really learned that in 20 uh 2022 but also like you said it's the change yeah the change is the changes that you have to do to get to that space would you agree with that i agree mm. so it's like it sounds like the year of becoming yes you is know? that a book from your girl michelle Obama? michelle yeah, michelle Obama, <laughs> yeah. Of course. it's funny there's two books that i really like it's there's a mm. token mckinney of becoming I may not be saying the whole title, but something becoming. Is it the one that you had me read? Yes, I yes, did. yes. And then there's Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. Yeah. And I love that concept because it suggests that you haven't arrived. Yes, but that and you never a, will. Yeah, and that you're on a journey. Okay. You know, so I think that that's so beautiful, and it you know it just kind of like complements everything that we're discussing. It does. It yeah. really, really does. You know, I, I love this conversation because it's going a, even a different route than I thought. Yeah. Because it's really a conversation more so about as the years go by, which is beautiful to reflect on in December. As the year goes by, the years go by. What do you? What are you finding out about yourself as a woman that's helping you to be that woman that you know you you've always envisioned that you could be, but mm-hmm. maybe even felt like was out of reach. Yeah. And I feel like every year for me now is becoming that. Yeah. Every year, it's like like you said, it's less about the quantity of people. It's less about the the glitz and the the doing it for the gram. It's way more about like the quality of life we're trying to have for ourselves, for our family, and the quality of woman that we want to be. So would you say, like, you're more, like, overall as a person? Yes. Would you say maturing and evolving has produced a certain, like, um, an increased desire to be more intentional? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Way more intentional. Way more intentional and less the time wasting. Yeah. Yeah. So that is intentional. Yeah. Intentionality. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's like so hard because you, you know, you talked about like, um, or you mentioned the Instagram thing Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, our gender, I was going to say this, I was going to say this Mm -hmm. about one of, uh, when you had asked me about one of the lessons Yes. and I wanted to say that like, I saw this quote on Twitter Mm. and you know, I was like, Twitter has the best quotes. Twitter does have the best quotes. Honestly, I love it. (laughs) Um, but I saw this quote that said, slowly is the quickest way to get anywhere yeah and i think like it's so sometimes in our generations we're both millennials right like we and we kind of like grew into instagram right like i remember when instagram first started and i remember like posting like we'd take a selfie right on instagram and post it posting it directly like that you know maybe we use like one filter all that stuff you know um but now like the world of instagram and the world of like fatties and you know like we love to look good absolutely yeah if you guys have seen meg's instagram she looks great you know (laughs) if you've seen laura even better (laughs) and like no we obviously like we we care about how we look like like anyone does yeah um but
but it's like sometimes it's just everything is moving so fast and sometimes you can go on instagram and you can feel like oh you're just i don't measure up you yeah. know i'm not like i'm not where this person is like it's yeah. so easy to like compare, compare yourself, yourself especially in our kind of day and age yes. and and like the generation and just the fast pace and so i think like you know you just kind of like talking about um being intentional um and just kind of like having your eyes set on like the right things you know yeah and your purpose and all those things i just think it's like it's it's super important and i also think it's much more important especially in this day because yeah like social media is such it, like it's it runs the world it's it such does. a huge part of of our um, everyday life yeah just like us of every of society our lives, mm-hmm. you know and we need it like you know like i have i have a business yeah. and so like there are so many resources and things that can that can you can use as an asset right yes. and that can help you kind of just move forward advance but it's also like on the personal side you know and that's why i think like mm. taking social do you believe in that by the way i don't know if you if yeah. that kind of like i just want to take like a little add a little but mm. like do you believe in like taking social media breaks yes you do okay i do Mm. You know what? My, my answer is twofold. Okay. It depends. It depends on what I'm doing on social media. Okay. For example, on my personal page, mm-hmm. when I'm just browsing, I'm just you know I'm just I'm there with no intent. You talked about intentionality, so that I'm, I can tie it right back to that. When I'm there with no intentions, mm-hmm. I need a break. Okay. So when I'm deep diving into the explore page yeah. and ending up just anywhere, yeah. I need a break because it's it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Like you said, it's. It bursts a lot in you. It contaminates your soul yeah. too because you are seeing a lot. You're exposed to a lot. Yeah. But now I feel like I'm very intentional. Yeah. And it also probably comes from the fact of being, for me, it's being a mother and a wife. I'm really, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So when I'm on social media now, it's intentionally to post. You're about your money. For my page. brand. Exactly. Yeah. For my brand, my page. And to check out my friends. Yeah. So, I, so I really go there for, with a purpose. With a purpose. Which help, I've noticed I did this without intention in the beginning, but yeah. I noticed after the, hey, being intentional in this way without even thinking about it mm. made me mentally way more healthy, if I can say that. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I love, so your page mm. is like healthy and chic. It's called healthy and chic. Yes. But I think like with, I've seen you evolve into this, like yeah. being just more transparent about your day to day, sharing yeah. that with your community. And I think even just some of the posts that you've written, you know, about whatever season you're in or whatever kind of mm. week you had. And then at, like, creating that space where people can answer or yeah. relate, I think helps so much because mm. people, like, I think that means so much to people because it's just like, Oh, Hey, I'm not alone. Yeah. That's what it exactly. feels like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, it, and you don't always get that. Yes. And I think now more and more people are appreciating when, you know, you're, you're more, you're honest. You're, you're honest. I remember one time I posted this picture and like, I, I didn't like it or I didn't like how I looked yeah. and I was looking for a caption, you know, I wanted to have, like, mm. well, now I have cool captions, but this is back in the day. <laughs> But, you know, I wrote this, like... I just you always wrote... have very good captions, by the way. I'm always like, how did you come up with these? I actually mm-hmm. have, like, sidebar, I have a notes in my... With captions? Yeah, with captions. I, I need to do this. <laughs> I need to do better. Mm-hmm. But, so, I, <laughs> I was... I had written, like, there was a picture. This was, like, I think two years ago. Okay. I literally wrote, like, the paragraph of, like, all the insecurities that I was having mm. before posting that picture. I don't know if you remember, the, in the black dress. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, and and remember, that got uh, so much, what I we call it, engagement now. So mm-hmm. much engagement so much likes and so much comments yeah you know of everyone being like oh girl me too girl me too like i have those days too yeah so i think like you being in that mind space where you're also intentional about 
what you're sharing, yeah. how you're sharing, showing the good days, showing the bad days, coming, uh, you know, on your Instagram story, not with like a yeah. full face all yeah. the time or at the gym, like that's real life because, you know, we don't always look like we do on we, Instagram. Absolutely and not. And life isn't always, like life isn't as glorious as we, as we, make, it we make it look on, on, the, on social media, right? But so, you know that, I, I love that you said that because that, that even just going back to like going over my 2022, mm-hmm. The, the, speaking of that picture, for me, I, I feel like I, I'm getting that aha moment every, almost every other day now okay. because of posting on social media like I do now. Yeah. Because before my page, it's like, I, I believe I had like, I would only post like pictures on a certain day mm-hmm. and that was it. And I wouldn't really share much on stories. Everything was like practiced Robo- it was like robotic. and robotic, yeah. you know, because I wanted to be perfect. I was very afraid of like messing up because I was like brand, brand. It's like, I understood brand in the worst way. I understood brand as like, you have to be perfect for people to like, you know, mm-hmm. and that fell down so quickly. Mm-hmm. And myself, when we look at my posts, you can just, people that knew me, yeah. it was still, in, I think to a certain point it was enjoyable because of the captions, yeah. but the captions to me never reflected anything that I showed. Yeah. Cause I'm talking about all this quote unquote realness, yeah. but like, I'm not showing anything real. Yeah. Right. So for me, I feel like this year. I, everything I've been posting, I've been second guessing, but I've been leaving on anyways. And some of the stuff I do archive, I'm not going to lie. I still do. But like, for example, yesterday I posted, um, a picture. I think it was like my girl's night out or whatever for, for our friend's birthday. And like, I noticed like a little pinch in my stomach that was showing and I really wanted to delete it. And I, and that moment yesterday, I was like, you know what? In 2023, I no longer want to do that. I'm going to leave that picture on. Like it bothered me. It did a little Mm -hmm. bit because I, I'm still fighting the perfectionist in me. It's 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 like you're saying we're changing, we're evolving, (laughs) you know, we're not there yet. So I love that you said that because we're moving the mask, that mask of perfection. Yeah. It does feel naked mm-hmm. because we want... We're in a world of filters. Yeah. That's what we live in. And I love a good filter. I'm not going to stop loving Girl, filters. you know me too. We love a keep filter. it a stack. Yeah. But I love what you said, that showing the different sides. Yeah. And I believe that that's why... I, like that picture that you said, I, that's what I'm, I, I aim to do. And that's why on my stories now, I literally I go with my little bun. Yeah. And I you respect know? you so much because it's I'm going to be really though. honest... I'll do that on Snapchat, but I yeah, won't do that on Instagram. Instagram. Like, I feel like... I Instagram just, is another world. Yeah, Instagram is another world. And yeah. I just feel like... There's Especially so much when pressure. your page is public. Yeah. There's so much pressure. So, like, yeah. on my Snapchat, I feel like I'm so much more free. Like, I joke. Mm. I post so many, like, content with my yeah. mom and stuff. But, like, on Instagram, I'm always, like... Like, for me, there's, like, mm. snap, like I have categories. Like, this is, this is like, <laughs> Snapchat worthy. Snapchat approved. <laughs> and then there's, like, Instagram story approved. And then okay. there's, like... Instagram post approved, approved. you know, mm-hmm. and Instagram post approved goes through like two to four business days. Of, <laughs> I love like, it. You know what I mean? I'm not there I yet, but like I'm getting there, you know, and eventually who knows, you know, maybe I'll like just post just to post. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not there yet. So I, I rate that. Honestly, I rate but that. But we're, we're working on that because even like for me, it's, and I love, I think you said in the beginning of our conversation, some stuff we just have to do, like being stressed, you have to do while scared. Yeah. Because that's where growth will come from. Because how will you know that you're ever going to be able to be this real or, or this naked about something or, you know, whatever, if you don't actually try it? Yeah. And I sit through the awkward moment. Like, I want to ask you, that picture that you posted... Yeah. After you posted it and you wrote in the and you wrote um your your um, your thought process before, yeah. how did you feel about the picture was up and it wasn't exactly a picture that maybe you you would have kept up usually? How how were you feeling while it was up? Like those moments. 
you know what? When I posted it and mm. I got some feedback, mm. I was like, okay, it's actually not that bad. Okay. Or some people actually like it, yeah. you know? And like yeah. everything that I was worried about, mm. people, some people wouldn't have even noticed if I didn't That's the thing. It, point it out. Do you know what I mean? And I think like, like, I don't know if it's just a woman thing, but I think it is. It is. Like, it is. We are such harsh critics. Yes. Of ourselves. Yes. And just how we look. And it's like... I'm excited to be in my 30s and be more confident. And see, when I look at you, because I've known you for so long, mm. and because I've like had the privilege to just see you evolve, I, I can sense your confidence. I can okay. smell like really? your confidence. That's, yeah. Thank you. Because I can smell it. I, it's a, like I'm telling you, yeah. it's, a, it's a daily thing. Mm-hmm. And, and we speak about this, that it's okay. Like, like Laura and I, when we're having down days, we're usually each other's go-to. Yeah. And I love that we give each other the space to have the down day yes. as well because it's like you said it, it's a, it's a girl it's, it's a woman normal. thing you know, yeah. you're not always going to feel perfect but what i love is what you is what you're saying it's like sometimes we're just being way too harsh on ourselves and mm-hmm. you do need to have that person that's like hey listen it's okay for you to feel this way but you're actually being mm-hmm. you're actually being too harsh on yourself like for example what i just spoke about that little pinch that i saw in my stomach maybe nobody even saw it and even if they did Dude. like do do i have to be perfect and those mm-hmm. are the questions that i ask myself now and mm-hmm. i really want to keep that going so the only way for me to do that is to continue posting these things that i you know me i wouldn't have before yeah i wouldn't have shared before and this like we're gonna i'm gonna end this but with this part i mean because i feel like i'm really going to get we're doing a deep dive into instagram but it's so relevant i was reading a book and the lady she's like a huge influencer she has uh like you know like those million followers she's a mega influencer and she was saying that like this lady, she fell on a DM that this girl wrote her and she's like, every time I see your page, I feel insecure and super crappy about my life mm-hmm. because you're so perfect looking. And she's gorgeous, this girl. I think she's, uh, she's from Arab descent or something. She's very beautiful. And she's like, from that post, she like, it made me think a lot. And then she's like, I forced myself to post in stories always bare face she did it for like two months okay yeah and she's like because i had to i didn't she didn't know she was projecting that image okay. you know she's like and i started doing that and i was like wow imagine going from how like she was like she's perfection like really yeah. you know so like going from it's like huda beauty doing this yeah. <laughs> but you know you know it's so funny like, like yeah so one i think like when what we're talking about a lot of the time some influencers like it it just creates or paints a picture of something mm-hmm. that's that looks like it's realistic but it's really not not. you know but they're just like this is their job yeah and then sometimes it's so hard for people to understand that but even like huda it's funny i follow her on Mm. tiktok a lot and she talks about like she loves makeup and everything but even huda she was she was uh, making a video and she was saying how like she hates when people like you know filter their videos Mm. too much or their pictures or all that stuff like that but like a lot of makeup artists do that yeah and it was so interesting to hear her say that that. because she yeah you i would never think that i would categorize her in the people that filter in the filter a lot but yeah she's not really like totally into it but i mean you know she kind of has her her preferences on certain things yeah but it was just interesting to hear and see so i Mm. think it's like like you said social media it's it's so relevant and the way it affects people is so relevant but i think it's just something like it's so complex yes it's so so complex um and i wanted to ask you Mm -hmm. do you because you know we were talking about how like pressure social media all that yes do you feel like in our generation that is there like do you think that there's like a connection between like people desiring things or how do I want to word this mm-hmm. like do you feel like there's like social media has any impact on people feeling like imposters or feeling like mm-hmm. they can't attain to things or even just the imposter syndrome in general 
because of like everything that we see online? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I never even thought I imposter syndrome was something I I related to until you talked to me about it and I went to read up about it. Yeah. I'm like, I I definitely have this. Yes, because I believe the f- number one thing is social media is first of all social media does push you to be an imposter. You okay. have to say that. Like mm-hmm. in the sense of like because there's so many highly gorgeous, successful, like you feel like you have to post in that way to show I'm also successful. I'm also making moves. I'm also being a boss. So I'm also whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So definitely there's that natural part of social media that has that. But then I feel like if you are actually as well growing and like, I think that was for me, it's like, you know, I, I do have a good job and and I am trying to, to grow my brand and I'm doing all these things, but then you're constantly comparing yourself to the people that are maybe doing more. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like I'm not doing that. So like, am I being a fraud doing mm-hmm. it? Or like, that's kind of what imposter syndrome is. Right? Yeah. From, like for, I, that's my interpretation of like, you're, you're doing something that's legit, but you, you always don't feel, feel like, you're, like good you're, you're good enough because, but I, for me, it's because of comparison. Yeah. That, and mm-hmm. that's it. I think like, the biggest thing or one one of the things that I've struggled with is always just like comparing my I would compare myself to mm-hmm. if there would be something that I wanted to do. Yes. Like for example, like my business. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I started my business, I had a business um, background story. I had a business mm-hmm. where I was um, selling dresses. Yeah. And I took Beautiful a break. Dresses. Yeah, I took a break <laughs> and stuff. But you know, like I would literally be like looking at yeah. like House of CB or like mm. all these other brands yeah. that have been around for ten years plus that have, you know, it's, a bunch of yeah. resources and different things. And like I would be like, oh, I'm never gonna like I'm not mm-hmm. you know I'm not like this brand or my business is not doing I yeah. didn't get the X amount of sales today I didn't get I don't mm-hmm. have X amount of orders this week and all these things you know and I felt like I'm an I was an imposter but yeah. it's like I didn't I wasn't giving myself or I didn't give myself yeah the ability to just like evolve exactly. to grow yeah. and I wasn't just patient with myself mm-hmm. and that's kind of something that I've found that I've done with like so many other things okay. and so I've made like a personal commitment that mm. like my what I'm doing right now like I I give I told myself I have to come into it for a minimum of five years yeah. because I've never I feel that I've never given myself like seen it through yes you know mm-hmm. the opportunity the chance to actually yeah. be good at it you know so and I I'm not I don't want to say I'm blaming social media but I just want to say that like I've always kind of felt that there's just this, some sort of connection because Absolutely. you and like so many of my other friends, mm. my girlfriends and just people that I talk to, like whenever they're starting something new, we feel like imposters. Yeah, and exactly. I, I'll yeah, always like, hear them say like, oh, but I'm not like this person. Like if it's an influencer, I, if that it's was a YouTuber, me. Yeah, that was me. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A businesswoman or anything like that. Um, and I think it's like, it's something that we like just need to try to unlearn. Yes. And it's kind of hard because... You know, when you, you see so many people online making all this money yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm starting this like yeah. in my room. Like, is this going to work out? <laughs> you know, if it's a business or if it's anything, right? Like on YouTube, yeah. TikTok, whatever it is, like, because so many people have followings. And I think sometimes it also, because it appears that, it, sorry, how can I say this? It appears that like, it's so easily attainable. Yes. Like we almost look at people and, and think they're overnight successes. Yeah. You know, when in reality, like it it was a process. Yeah. But that's it. the problem because we're and I love what you said, is it's like we're, you're comparing your day five mm-hmm. to someone's like year ten. Year ten. <laughs> yeah. And you're measuring your success to that person. That was my same exact thing. And like you said, we feel like it's overnight success because we don't see the background story. Mm-hmm. People don't share that. And that's why I love, love, love 
what social media is starting to Becoming. become. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like people want us, people are tired. Yeah. We're tired of seeing the pretty pictures. Even if I'm noticing that a lot of the girls that used to only post like bad pictures, mm-hmm. like bad, like, I mean, like, like baddie, way yeah. bad, baddie pictures, mm-hmm. and used to, you know, there's still some of them there that have their following, but they used to just post that and that was it, yeah. are turning to reels, are turning to back to like reels where they're showing how they're getting ready, mm-hmm. or you know, and they start with a bare face, mm-hmm. or like they're showing backstage. Yeah. You know, okay, you guys are seeing this side, but this is really what it looks like back here Not and all that sense. stuff. I love it because people are tired mm-hmm. of the profession because all of us realize that we were burning out. We're all trying to be, be these fake people and literally and like create all this content. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do this. Oh. And it's like, I I was uh, recently, mm-hmm. where were we? I was just like at a family outing, yeah. and, uh, you know, a couple of people, like family friends, mm-hmm. family was there and like everyone put their phone away. And honestly, it was like the greatest time ever because there was no pressure to like, Nothing. we have to, we have to get content. We have to create yeah. this. We have to do that. We were just chilling. We were enjoying we're ourselves. Enjoying we're ourselves. relaxing. And it's like, wow, honestly. This... We need to never lose that. We, you know, yeah. we need to love it. Like, for example, like, because of, of what I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I share on Instagram and stuff, I should be doing more content when I'm out and yeah. about. And it doesn't come natural to me. And a part of me started feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm an imposter because mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I say I'm a digital creator and I never digitally tape anything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't, I don't have it as a second nature is what I meant. Yeah. So I felt like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. this is not my calling and stuff. And then I'm like, you know what? Actually, no, I, I don't want to lose that part of me. I want to be able to still be the person that goes to places just to enjoy it without having to think of how is this going to look on social media? And yeah. that's the place I never want to get at. Yeah. Content, content, yeah. content. Yeah. It's, it, it's annoying and draining and it can just feel Mm. Um, very vain yes you know and like lifeless exactly and you know one thing okay one thing that I'm trying to do whether I'm going like out on a date or if I'm going Mm -hmm. out with girls because you I I do want pictures and I also love memories so one thing I try to do now get the pictures done at the beginning and then you enjoy do the pictures do the videos maybe like do do the content you still have to get some yeah Yeah. do the content at the beginning and then after that put it away or put your phone away and you enjoy like your company you enjoy your food i'm finding that you're in the moment you're in the moment and you're you're present yes you're you're so present present. because if not everything is becoming a performance yeah right and And i i never want i don't want to live that i don't want to live that way for me i do feel like if you are like we we spoke a lot about social media but to say, like, if that is your job, I think you should put time aside yeah. for it and also be off of it, if yeah. that makes sense. I think that's the only way you can maintain a healthy boundary. Mm-hmm. And, like, even for me, like, at the house sometimes, I, I like, I, well, I try now to dedicate just a few days. I've been all over the place, so I tape where I can. Yeah. But when I'm, I'm having a seamless week, it looks like dedicated two days, and it's done. Yeah. I don't want to see that dang ring light anywhere else in the house. You know what I mean? So yeah. I love, I love, love, love that. But I agree with you. The imposter syndrome is such a real thing. How do you fight it? Oh, my goodness. That's a good question. Mm. I don't even know if I know the answer to that. Or is this little things that you daily tell yourself? or? Um, I think, like, I do think that, like, you know, self, like, affirmation is really positive Mm -hmm. but i also think that like all of this ties to your belief system right because i think like um imposter syndrome is just basically believing you're an imposter believing that you're not who you say you are Mm -hmm. and all those things but like 
you have to walk in it to believe it. And I think mm-hmm. that a lot of that is mental and believing that like, you know, if like for you, for example, even when mm-hmm. you'll talk to me and you'll say, oh, I'm going to yeah. do this or maybe, and I'll say, no, girl, say, yeah, this say is what I'm going to do. Too. This is who, who sure. I am, right? And mm-hmm. so like, I think That's it's like good. you yeah. have to believe you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in your capacities. Yep. Even if you're not at, you know, like your 10-year mark or your 5-year mark, even your 2-year mark, you have to first believe that I can get there yeah. and that, like, I'm this person, yes. you know? And it's I and I also think, like, mm. you know, like, when we, when you, when you're young and um, you, like, you know, people ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I think that we always mm. attach what we do to our identity. Yes. And we don't think about who we are. Just, you know. That's so and deep. I think when That's you so think true. you focus more on like who you are, like it's it, it shifts. It shifts. You know, it's a game changer. So I, I think that's like, and I'm not saying that I've arrived there. I'm just No, I'm but it's a, that's good. But that's how I intend like thinking like first and foremost of like who I am. And I'm I'm Christian, so like I believe mm. that I'm like, you know, a daughter, like I'm a child of God, yeah. I'm a daughter of the most high king. So and that that becomes like that's your constant. Yeah. Like everywhere yeah. that you go, it doesn't matter what you're doing, mm-hmm. that belief system of who you are goes with you, mm-hmm. which makes it so like I think it just makes it clear to you now what what will I what I can't and what I can't do, mm-hmm. what I'm comfortable, what I'm not comfortable. Like it's yeah. it just makes it way more clear and easier for you to resist the pressure, even though the pressure will still be there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow, I truly agree. Oh man, this is such a beautiful conversation because i i i felt like i i did a review of just mm-hmm. how far we've come along i know <laughs> i know My and goodness. how far we're still going but yeah. how far how far we've come along and this is like coming from like two women ladies girls at the time that i, I like we're very insecure mm-hmm. you know very insecure and still deal with insecurities yeah. you know now but actively changing our mindsets yeah daily stretching ourselves i love when you said i'm gonna keep repeating that's stretching yeah. ourselves to keep pushing to be these confident women becoming, becoming these women yeah. that we want to be you know i yeah. love love this laura thank you so much for joining me for You're the so welcome ending of my season one yes i thought it'd be a beautiful way just to review with my best friend and our loves that are listening to us um just wow the stages that we go through in womanhood and mm-hmm. reflect on that at the end of the year so i think that's actually i'm gonna i'm gonna retitle this this podcast yeah to that. <laughs> oh my goodness no honestly thank you so much for having me um this has been great and i'm like i'm so excited for what you're gonna do with this podcast with your platform because i don't think like what you're gonna do on this podcast i don't think that's like that's not the end and mm-hmm. i think this is one like scope and you know like what i tell you what i think and stuff and i know like how great you are so i'm very excited to see what you're gonna do with your platform i'm gonna say it like that because platform to me feels like you're not limited i love that limitless i love that i'm not putting myself in a box which is an issue that i Mm -hmm. i really really had thank you so much for saying that uh i'm just i'm so honored to have you here because i know everybody's probably really enjoying laura she's so real she was definitely always the first guest that I wanted to have. You guys will see her again. 
as she said, it's uh, it's something that we want. I want to grow. So definitely, Laura, you'll be back. Yes, yes, and, we'll and we back. would love to do something actually just on imposter syndrome. We were talking about that because it's such a vast topic to discuss. So we will continue with that and uh, have Laura back because she said yes on on tape. <laughs> stay tuned for season two. For, stay, tuned. stay tuned for season two. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much, Laura. You're welcome. So loves, we've reached the end of the episode. I just wanted to thank you once again for all your love and support on season one. This is the two-in-one episode I wanted to wrap up the season with. Uh, We will come back with season two, most definitely. I will be revamping and I will be giving you all the info. So stay tuned and we hope to bring you something that you will love even more. Once again, thank you so much for all your love, your feedback, your support. I'm wishing you a very, very happy holiday. Merry Christmas, a happy new year. And I hope to see you sooner than later. Take care.